Howdy, and welcome to the Feed Bandit Podcast, where we talk all things hunting and introduce you to the most innovative hunting gear and services. Here are your hosts, Jimmy Byrne and Richard Kinchlow. Howdy, folks. Welcome back to the Feed Bandit Podcast. Jimmy here, and as always, I am joined by my uh, esteemed partner and colleague, uh, Richard. What's going on? I'm still here. I, you are uh, still here. I have yet to get a phone call. From, uh, well, it's uh, been a long time. You've been waiting. It has. It has. And I showed up at Your Majesty's, and, and there was nobody there. So, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm pretty upset. We'll see, though. We'll see. It's a new day, and um, nobody showed up at my door. We'll see. Anyway. Well, for for the folks who have no idea what we're talking about, maybe new listeners have joined. Oh, uh, you're just going to have to listen to the last podcast. Yes. Go back and listen to the last podcast to yes. see what we're talking about here. And uh, yes. maybe... On the next podcast, they'll call. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. We'll see. You know, I'll we'll... get to I'll get to use my one phone call from jail to uh, yeah. record the podcast. Yes, <laughs> after you're you're indicted and not, and tried and convicted. All yes, and I go to my own grand jury in front of my magistrate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wonder if you would have to wear the white the white uh, wigs and stuff that they wear over there. So or is that just order in the court, everybody? That's just the counselors. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> so, anyway, we'll anyway. A lot to look forward to. Well, today we wanted to what continue, I guess, uh, a controversy uh, series here, and I don't personally really think that it's too much of a controversy. I'm just going to throw it out there immediately, <laughs> and, yeah. and you'll, we'll, we'll describe why. I mean, some of the past listeners, at least on one of the species we may talk about uh, uh, know why I don't, I don't think it's so, so much of a controversy, but mm-hmm. in general, you know, there is some people out there, I think that, uh, no, I don't know if you agree with me or not there. I don't want to give away your opinion, right. but uh, the, you know, we do, we do hear rumblings and you do read about thing you know, rumblings here and there about exotics. You know, and the whole phenomena of way back when introducing them into right. the land, and now you know what do you do about them because they, you know, are exotics, right? So they're not native. So uh, yeah, I don't know. When we talk. Do when we talk about exotics, for those of y'all who aren't familiar with, we're talking about exotic wildlife imported from places like India and Africa. They not the dancers. That's yeah. I think that's an important thing because uh, oh, are we are. Yeah, wow. I mean, we have people. Here's Jasmine <laughs> at the corn feeder. Destiny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, now we're 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 done. Yeah, I know it's in her destiny. Yeah, good one. Yes, that's good. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, yeah. um, yeah, no. So exotics can, can you know, exotic wildlife can be uh, um, can can be kind of um, I you know frowned upon. You know, you for example. Uh, at least recently in the news, one one of the the, the biggest things that you're I, I've heard a lot of at least is about is about pythons in Florida. Um, they they had like around the around the the big game, okay, the Super Bowl. They they had a uh, some competition in Florida where they were out there, you know, trying to kill these all these pythons because they've taken over and you know they hurt the native wildlife and they don't have a lot of natural predators, so. You know, things of that nature are are, are definitely frowned upon. Um, you know, well, and I would think. See, that's that's interesting that you bring that up. I think because there are 
different le- layers or levels of exotics, right? That oh, most yeah. people would agree, oh, yeah, get them out of here. But yeah, then you get to some that are like, well, I don't know, not so bad. But then you got to step back and say, well, I mean, you know, like, you know, oh, you yeah. just... anyway, keep going. Sorry. No, 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 no. You're, you're exactly right. It's like, well, it's an exotic is an exotic. You know, we, we got to get rid of them all. Yeah, I, I think another one, at least, you know, when you, we talk about exotics in the state of Texas, I mean, there, there's, there's tons of hooved animals, you know, but I'd say the only one that's really got kind of a bad rap, of course, is going to be the feral hawk. Um, and, and then again, you know, a lot of people like them, you know, just because it's, not, it's a good eat, it's fun to shoot, you know, whatnot. But you talk to a farmer, you know, some family that makes their money off the dirt, and those hogs go in there and destroy a newly planted corn crop, well, they got a different opinion than we do. Um, so, you know, my opinion on exotics, um, has changed over the years. You know, one of our, our, our very good friends, fraternity brother, Jimmy and I, he grew up hunting in the hill country and, uh, you know, he, he was really kind of my first, um, my, my first person that really kind of introduced me to exotics. And, you know, when I first heard about him, I was pretty much against him just because of the fact that, you know, an exotic is an exotic. Okay. And, and they definitely interfere with the native wildlife, you know, for, for this year, uh, which I think their, their Latin name is deliciousness maximus, uh, which is <laughs> it's not really there, but they're, they're really good to eat. Okay. But the problem with axis deer is that they're, they're, uh, prolific breeders. Okay. They have no breeding season whatsoever. Uh, you know, unlike uh, whitetail, right, when they've got kind of their cycle, you know, the axis deer and the, and the black buck and a lot of exotics are pregnant year round. So they they have a lot more, uh, they put a lot more mouths on the ground. I wonder um, if that's the case because this is not their native land. That, I wonder if, if yeah. that's the case where they actually are. No, or, no. Apparently, when they are, they've got they've got breeding seasons and everything. Yeah. Okay. So, hmm, interesting. Yeah. No, it's interesting. So that means if we go to Italy, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the moon, but yeah, Italy. Oh, okay. Well, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah, the moon. Okay, nerd alert. Anyway, <laughs> but um, yeah. So, so one of the problems with axis deer, for example, again, prolific breeders, as we talked about. Um, but one of the other things is, is, is that they're primarily a grazer. Okay. So there's a difference between a grazer and a browser, a grazer primarily eats grass. So it's going to be your, your cows and whatnot, black buck or black buck antelope are grazers, but axis are grazers first, then they're browsers. And, and so a browser is going to be like a whitetail. So Forbes, uh, you know, leaves, things of that nature. So, uh, you know, the axis has the advantage by virtue of the fact they can eat both, whereas a whitetail were not. So there are parts of Texas where, uh, and I think a lot of people can attest to this, Bernie, uh, Bernie, Texas, uh, Camp Wood, uh, Lakey, uh, or as we like to call it, Leaky, um, <laughs> which are just gorgeous places, by the way, just the absolute pride of Texas, beautiful. But they are overrun with axis deer. And it's a delicious problem, but it's a problem nonetheless because they're crowding out the whitetail. So... Um, you know, those are, those are some of of issues with exotics. Um, another one that's in in the state of Texas, that is another one that that's really not as talked about as much. And we actually put something on uh, Facebook about it is the Audad. Mm -hmm. So the Audad is a, uh, is is, or or Barbary sheep. Okay. is from North Africa and, uh, they are a, a mountainous type sheep and, uh, they're again, a prolific, a prolific what? Prolific. Prolific. 
prolific. They're 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 a pea breeder, and <laughs> and they're also eating machines, right? So one of the issues you have when you get out to the Davis Mountains into the Trans Pecos area of Texas, what are they going to interfere with? Okay, well, first of all, out in that area, you've got you've got a forage problem, all right? Because you know I think out there it's one it's one unit, which is one cow, one calf per hundred acres. Whereas somewhere around, you know, Houston, you're looking at, you know, multiple units per acre. So there's not a lot of forage out there. And so you've got the mule deer, you've got the, the Texas desert bighorn, and then you've got this invasive audad that are out there, you know, crowding them out, eating all the food. And that's a problem out there. Um, so so that, that's another uh, two good examples, the axis down in the parts of the hill country and then the audad and kind of the, the trans-pecus of, of how – you know, exotic game are are looked negatively upon in, in in the state of Texas, but I think there's a ton of benefits to them as well. If someone were to say to you, we "Why?" Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I mean, I already know how that how that works. Oh, Argentina. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If someone were to say, you know, okay, well. Why? Give me a reason why it would be such a bad thing that an axis deer would crowd out whitetail, other than, you know, just saying, well, whitetail is native. You know, yeah. what's, why is that a big deal? I mean, you know, it's hey, it, it's yeah. nature, it's uh, evolution, it's nature, it's whatever sure. you want to call it. You know, if whitetail can't, well, whitetail can't th- fight back and survive. You know, well, then <sighs> maybe they shouldn't. Maybe they don't deserve to. What would, well, what would your well, that? right. And I, yeah, and I, 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 I get you. I hear you on that. Uh, well, I'm not but, saying I, I, I said I played devil's advocate here. I'm no, just... I know. I know what you know. I can't stand that phrase. I actually used it today and I lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was like, God, I hate that phrase. But uh, no, I, 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 I totally get you. And so what, what are the downsides of it? Well, it, it really, truthfully, in my opinion, it's just a, it's just the fact that it's a native game animal being pushed out. You know, it's, it's kind of like our bread and butter being being pushed out. And, you know, the thing is, is it wouldn't have happened if it weren't for human intervention. Uh, you know, the whole exotic boom in the state of Texas started back in the 20s, I think primarily in the hill, primarily at the Wyo Ranch when they brought in all these game animals. And, of course, that's when they kind of invented the high fence. And, uh, you know, back then the high fences weren't, uh, they were pretty high, but they weren't very sturdy. And that's when everything really started escaping and then literally populated the entire hill country in a matter of a couple of years. Um, so yeah, it, it just, it's, you know, I don't want to say it's not, it's, it's not very fair for the native game, you know, but I don't know. It, it's God's pluses and it's, and it's minuses. I mean, I think a plus for exotics is definitely that they taste freaking fantastic. I mean, the, the axis deer, if you've never had axis deer, uh, you, you are missing something. In fact, if you're going to book a trip to Texas, um, and you're doing a whitetail hunt or something, or, or yeah, primarily a whitetail deer hunt. Go to a ranch that's got exotics and try to shoot an axis doe. And then, and then wherever I don't care if you live in Montana or Timbuktu, bring a cooler home with you and take every inch of that axis deer with you, and let us know what you think because it, it is it is incredible. I mean, Jimmy, you you agree, oh, right? Oh, it's amazing. It, it is. It is. It is some. It is. It is. It is. It, it's. I think it's better than elk. Um, it's, it's the closest thing to beef. Well, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, and if you're someone, you don't, you know, you've tried every which way, uh, you know, whitetail venison and you right. just can't get your head around it, you know, you know, don't give up. No. <laughs> Try to get, 
you know that or a black book. I mean, black yes, book is really good as well. I think it's, it's very good. It's it's like a little closer. It's I consider it halfway between Whitetail and Axis, maybe a I'd little agree. bit closer to Axis. I agree. You took it right. Yeah. Um, so it's you know it's it's really good. Did I tell you that I cooked that shoulder? No. That shoulder that I, no. Uh, yeah, oh, it came out amazing. Like Pictures? I didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. I know, idiot. But uh, wow, <laughs> you know, because right, folks, we can just go to the grocery store and get a black buck shoulder and do it again. <laughs> right. Hey, well, don't worry. I have two hams left that I can do. Oh, Full hams. No. Two that hams is better than one in the bush. This is true. That's a good point. That's true. <laughs> But no, yeah. it was uh, it was amazing. I was literally, I literally sat there with the with the shoulder there after I cooked it and took a fork and a and a knife to it, just eat it, ate it right off. Oh, <laughs> it was really good. good for you. It Did was you, really so good. Yeah, the, yeah, the scapula. That, I guess right, the right. Awesome. <laughs> so anyway, I felt like Jeffrey heard, Dahmer. Yeah, exactly. As you've heard from, if you've heard from Jimmy, the, the taste of them are, is incredible. So that's that that's one definite reason for them. I think another another pro for you know for exotic game and, and you know primarily in the state of Texas um, is going to be for what we're what we're experiencing right now the lull of the off season. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, most of Texas has got feral hogs, but but not everybody's got exotic game, and um, you know having another option to harvest during you know February, March, July, whatever is is a really cool. You know, with the with the exotics, uh, you can shoot them by any legal means necessary at any time during the during the year. Even at night, you can shoot them, you know, with a spotlight. So uh, Texas definitely gives you plenty of opportunity to to eliminate uh, the the exotic game population. So, hey, hold on one quick moment. Hey, folks, have you ever wished that there was an easier way to find the hunting feed, supplies, and services you need when and where you need them? If so, check out our hunter search at feedbandit.com where you can see what hunting suppliers are in your area or are on the way to your land. Don't waste any more precious time searching Google or calling around for feed, blinds, feeders, or even outfitters. Just use our targeted search for hunters, the FeedBandit Hunter Search, over at feedbandit.com. We'll find your feed. Yeah, so that kind of doubles as a, a, a off-season tip or off-season oh, to-do. Oh, for sure, to for sure. Know, for sure. You know, kind of and, continuing and, and the speak, theme of the last of, uh, podcast. Yeah. yeah, no, for sure. And, and and speaking of, you know, again, I for those of you who uh, you know who are who are booking a whitetail hunt, we're thinking about booking a whitetail hunt in the state of Texas. Again, you know, look look for those exotics and, and try to do that too. However, you know, in the summer, okay, here's a little tip for you: in the summer, um, even like for spring turkey, okay, is when the ranches in Texas really start to to, to get serious about uh, about you know giving discounts for exotic animals, okay? Now now your big exotics, your super exotics like Eland and Sable and you know Godzilla and all that kind of stuff, you know, you're you're not going to see a lot of discounting. But but for the you know the, the typical exotics, so it's going to be black buck, fallow, uh, axis deer, uh, things of that nature. If, if you book a hunt, you know in in like June, July, or hell even in August, it's going to be m- 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 miserably hot but you will get a great deal on a uh on an exotic animal so just just keep that in mind you won't be you won't be sad you did no yeah 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 Yeah. so you know there i 
I and so what's my personal opinion? Like like again, I like I said, you know, after I became educated from our our good buddy, you know, I, I definitely started seeing kind of the the pros for him, you know, and and so that's why like on Rancho Bandito, we've got white-tailed deer, we've got a little bit of axis, but haven't really done really much. That's a different story, and we've got black buck. And, and that's in that opinion, in my opinion, that's a pretty good combo because again, our axes haven't done a whole lot. Don't don't know what's going on there, uh, but you know, our our black buck, our little prolific breeders. Hey, I got it. I said it right. Um, but, but you know, we're we're keeping their numbers in check, and I think that's very important. You know, if you've got a high fenced operation, you're going to be looking at exotics. Yeah, you better watch your range conditions. You better watch your water, and you better watch your numbers. You know, as far as the the um, the, the exotics are concerned. So, something else that that I kind of can't believe I haven't mentioned yet is is the because it's very 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 near and dear to both of our hearts is the imp the financial impact that exotic animals have made uh, in the state of Texas, and, and by that I mean. You know, hunting leases in the hill country, you know, even down to kind of like uh, Del Rio and whatnot are are going for a lot of money. OK, and there are a lot of guys, whether they're corporate leases or you know, other types of private leases that pay a fortune, not only to the landowner, uh, but to the feed stores to, to feed these animals because they hunt them year round, things of that nature. So it, the, the I, I would definitely say the exotic animals have have really helped small town Texas out because you've got people that are down there now, you know, Hey, uh, you know, an example, right? So you got some guys that are hunting in Ingram, Texas, right? And they just got done with deer season, right? And so now they're going to come back in January and they're going to get their protein feeders filled up. They're going to get their cotton seed baskets filled up and then they're going to start hunting access too. you know, it gives people a reason to be out there in the bush year round. And if the hunters are in the field year round, you're going to have, you're going to need supplies. You're going to need feed. And, and so that, I, I definitely think exotics are great for small town Texas and the economies there. Mm-hmm. Vote, for, vote for Kinslow. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. No, well, I mean, I guess talking about this, it's, you know, I don't know if it needs to be said or not, but uh, nothing's going to really probably ever change the fact that they're here now. You know, I no. mean, they, it's kind of the Pandora's box if you want to call it that is opened and you know they can't right. go back. Um, no. So it's, you know, it, it is what it is, but uh, it's an interesting thing to, you know, to talk about, you know, what, what if, but you know, to be truth be told though, if you really think about it, even with the explosion of exotics, right. you know, over the same time period with more and more education into how to kind of manage land for whitetail right. and whatnot, right. you know, th- those numbers have been fine. Too, it's not like they've fallen off a cliff because of the ex- an explosion of exotics. You know, I mean, no, they have, they no, have a, yeah, yeah. And, and you know, in some areas, like um, I gotta find the article. Man, it was in Camp Wood. It's kind of the epicenter of the 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 major axis boom. You know, I think Texas Parks and Wildlife issued like a mandatory kill on the exotics <laughs> uh, because they were getting too out of hand, and people stopped seeing whitetail. So, you know, it, it, I don't necessarily think that it was affecting their population per se, but it was pushing them out of their, their traditional areas. Uh, I also know that a lot of the, the, the public drawn hunts in the state of Texas, which I've uh, unsuccessfully put in for the past, like, decade, um, allow you to hunt at some of the state parks. Uh, and it's, t- it's typically for exotics, and, and they, these guys clean up. They, they do really well. 
is one of the reasons why I keep applying and striking out. But um, yeah, yeah so amazing. Oh, it, it, oh God. It, it's so great. They're like, yeah, I was hunting at a campsite five. You know, little Johnny roasted marshmallows there, and I, I bludgeoned an axis to death with my three hundred one mag. I mean, it's just, it's funny seeing these pictures. So, oh man, yeah, they, they, um, you know, again, there are pros and cons, but I think overall, you know, the 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 exotics are here to stay. You know, you 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 talk about. You know, well, there's really not much we can do because of you know you've opened Pantera's box, and uh, right, yeah, gets that, and yeah, and so uh, now that that is open, you know, there's nothing you can really do. But you know, w- one of the things that that nature does to to help population control is you know disease and whatnot, and uh, you know Texas, unfortunately, and Sutton County and uh, Valverde County which is going to be just in the southwest kind of the hill anthrax breakout uh, this past year. So it'd be uh, uh, sum, uh, summer 2019, and it devastated some herds. And now that was whitetail. Uh, and it, it did, I don't think it really affected a lot of the exotics kind of from what I read. But, you know, if, if Camp Wood were to get into like a drought-type scenario and, you know, you uh, – um, you know, maybe stagnant water start to build up, things of that nature. You can have a die-off scenario, and that and that's kind of nature's way of taking care of it a lot. Of course, you know, um, it it'll be interesting. It kind of remains to be seen, you know. But you know, the the the, the those axis deer they herd up in such gigantic herds that you know, and and I don't know a lot about axis disease and whatnot. But man, you would think that if if a disease were to be present in the herd. Or in an area where there is a, a substantial herd, it could really, uh, it could really send them back. Yeah. Well, you know, there is another option if, if you know, you have if you're overrun with axis herds, and you know, and you really want your white tail to come back or to, axis to thrive, genocide. Well, you could always just just call me, send me an email, oh, and <laughs> boy, I will boy, come down a, and take care of that problem. <laughs> yeah. You and ten thousand other Texans. <laughs> yeah, me, me too, actually. If you're if Jimmy's unavailable, I'll be there and look at these splits. Yeah, Feed Bandit tonight. We just want to announce we're we're launching a, a new service that's Access yes. Population Control by Feed Bandit. Oh boy, listen, thank y'all so much for killing these twenty axes, dear. This is really nice. <laughs> oh, not a problem. Thank no, you. No even I know we don't know you, but thank you. But uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Oh so. yeah. No, you know, I still have that hankering to have, you know, if, if somehow possible, to have my own Axis deer preserve. Oh, yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> so by preserve, you mean jelly? Uh, oh, yeah. Well, eventually, after after they get the lead poisoning. Can you imagine? You're like, you know, you're, you're Jeb's at the table. He's got his eggs, his bacon, and his toast, and you put Axis preserve on his toast. <laughs> oh, my God. That smells like rotten meat. Uh, uh, access tartar. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, p- p- bring it on. Uh, no joke. Mm, no. Mm, oh. mm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So good. But uh, no, I mean it's an interesting topic. You know, you don't. I, I, I don't know. I didn't like you. I didn't know what it ex- exotic was, and yeah. you know, until then, and yeah. you know, so I never. I don't know that I actually. I don't think I ever saw an access deer like. In person, you know, like live, if you will, right? Until, until we went on that doe hunt yeah. down there. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. <laughs> well, hold on. What, what, what about the trip into his place? 
You know, I mean, probably. I just, I probably didn't. I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. I mean, we've been out there before and stuff like that. So I oh guess I did. God. That's true. I guess I did see that, but I never really thought through yeah. the implications of what it would mean to, if I shot an Axis. Oh, my God. And, and, yeah. and what the meat would taste like and all that yep. stuff. I mean, it's just no. like, oh, there's another animal, you know. Sure. <laughs> yep. But now, you know, yeah, I mean, they're like, you, I, you know, if I see one, it's like, it kind of like floats up and it has the big light behind it. Oh, the, the angel singing, you know, <laughs> that's, that's right. Thing. That's right. Yeah. Start to drool. Yeah, they're, they're incredible. Yeah. So, so for the listeners out there, you know, you get a, you get a shot and axis, take it. It is, uh, it is well worth it. And, and another little, a tip for you, you know, at, uh, most odd directly, uh, even with the shoulder. So if you shoot an axis, you know, an inch behind his or her shoulder, you, you're potentially clipping the gut. So something to think about. <laughs> something uh, to think about. Yeah. Something to think about. And mm-hmm. then if you could shoot an odd dad, you know, that would be a cool one to put on your wall. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'd love to get one of those. Sure, sure. Oh, well, you know where to get one. Yeah, I do, I do. Uh-huh. We, got, we, have, we shall have to remedy that and go down uh-huh. there, all of us. Pre- Prima Noctra. <laughs> Great movie. But, uh, yeah, well, okay. Well, you got yeah. anything else to to add to the Axis debate? Mm, yum, yum, yum. I think that's about it. Yeah. I guess we're pretty lucky down here in Very. Texas uh, in many ways, but uh, right. especially in that way as well. You know, I mean, it's it's really cool that, yep. you know, that we, we can even, we're even sitting here debating it. You know, yeah. I mean, we could be sitting here and not have, even have this sure. discussion, you know. And, Absolutely. And at the very least, it's just cool to see them. I agree. I mean, yeah. I, I love whitetails, of course, but it's cool to see the different, you know, more variety in the animals. Yep. It's kind of like a, a buffet zoo. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way to leave it. Yes, sir. <laughs> So uh, with that buffet, zoo, zoo buffet, whatever you want to call it, uh, you know, everyone out there, if you're listening, be sure to join our email list. Uh, we're, we're working on a lot of deals that uh, we're going to be able to send you guys and let you, you guys know about, but you're going to have to be on the list in order to get uh, access to those things. And so uh, you might as well jump on there right now so you can uh, be on there when we start throwing those out to you. So uh, easiest way to do that is to text Three three seven seven seven. When you text that number, or text the word "bandit" to three three seven seven seven. I can't forget the actual keyword. Yeah, uh, that's key. You know, pun intended. Right. Uh, text "bandit" to three three seven 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 and uh, jump on the list, and you'll be ready to rock whenever we uh, roll out some of this stuff. So, really appreciate it. Oh, and you know, anyone out there, if you disagree with anything, you know, we've said or have a different way of looking at things or agree or whatever, you know, you have, you can send us a voicemail if you didn't know already. Yep. Uh, we just set this up a couple of uh, podcasts ago. Uh, you can go to feedbanditpodcast.com and there just find the little record area and hit record and you can, uh, let, leave us a little message. And, uh, if you're lucky, we'll, you know, in the future at some point, we'll play it on the podcast. And, you know, if you have a question, you're curious about our opinion, you know, let it ask us or cuss us or do whatever you want to do. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you one way or the other. Uh, so, yeah, go to feedbanditpodcast.com, leave that uh, voicemail for us. And with that, 
We really appreciate you listening to this episode, and stay tuned for the next one. So everyone out there, have a good one, and don't forget to support your local feed store.